Last time on Dice Funk, bruh. Actually, we, we asked you to awaken so that you could close the veil to the Dreaming Dark. I foresaw in the stars that my power would be needed to save the village. You're welcome. Yeah, the love of your life is dead. Do you want to keep living? I, I know I should be sad. What you've said is sad. Do you want to feel sad or do you want to feel numb forever? Ooh, boy. <laughs> 10, 11, 12, 3. The 3 is a botch, so the party fails and slime makes this worse. <gasps> oh, my baby. Fine. I will I will reinforce the veil and save you from the court. And that that one of the good neighbors impales Voya on its farming tool. Oh, oh, fuck. Why do you want to kill Voya? Voya will fortify the veil between the Dalcor and Grendel. We will not be able to give everyone what they want. They will not love me. This is unacceptable. I've explained this. You just can't accept it. All right, Mold, if that's what you need to kill this lich and make it so that we're always going to be partially fused with subjective reality. I guess see you soon and plunges both uh, flame blades down into her body. Venta says, you heard the man? Anarchist commune! Anarchy! 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 (laughs) I vote for no governor and everything is decided by majority vote. Direct democracy and when someone tries to violate that rule, we all have a common agreement that we will fight them until they stop that Oh, sure. Direct democracy is good. Uh, can we also dissolve the moist watch while we're at it? Yeah, okay. Ooh. <laughs> All in favor say aye. 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 I was following the pack, all swallowed in the coats, with scars of red tied round their throats. They keep their little heads from falling in the snow, and I turn round and there you go. know what Laura has been eating in America where she thinks we have sugary peanut butter and sugary bread because I just checked my Skippy name brand Skippy's like just the generic peanut butter here no sugar yeah you're no added sugar one that has a bunch of sweeteners added instead of sugar no no I'm checking right now roasted peanuts oh sugar yeah I didn't see it (laughs) it's definitely the second ingredient the second ingredient is sugar. <laughs> the second ingredient was sugar, and then and then was oh the God. vegetable oil. So yeah. So what you're saying is that yes, all of your food in America has sugar in it, and I was correct. It's true. It is true because it's on purpose because it's supposed to make us more addicted to our food. You threw that grenade at Laura. It bounced off the wall behind her, flew back, and blew up in your mouth. No, I was like, I was on board with the with the sugar and the peanut butter. I don't want to be gaslit into thinking I wasn't because I know for a fact I did. Don't lie just because it's not on recording. Don't delete this either in the editing. Okay? <laughs> okay, I'll leave it in. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, it must have been a lie. But no, I was the one who just didn't see the word sugar as the second ingredient. Thank you. 
Uh, but speaking of dragon lore, before we started recording, we were talking about whether or not dragonborns have tails. And I just want to say they don't, but they could because your imagination is limitless. But also, like, they should. And the fact that canonically they don't feels wrong. It feels incorrect they wouldn't have tails. Mm-hmm. They do have a tail. It just goes out the front and they <laughs> keep it in there. <laughs> I don't know that bad dragon is canon. <laughs> oh god. Who are you to say what is and isn't canon? I'm the motherfucking dungeon master. That's how what? bad dragon isn't canon. They're they're not they're not great. Don't think I'm gonna write to whomever is in charge of writing those fucking books. <laughs> oh my god. Uh but yeah, actually earlier in the season, the reason I I wanted to answer this on air about the Dragonborn tales is because I had Hale have a tail, mm-hmm. which was us uh, because, you know, he's he's goblin and dragon ancestry and so like the genetics were different and I I was thinking about playing it as one of the clues that uh real Hale had been replaced by Inri. Uh and because like it, uh, actual Hale wouldn't have a tail like a Dragonborn, but Inri is a nine-tailed fox and so we felt more comfortable with a tail and that could have been like a clue but then i i just didn't really make that big of a deal and nobody rolled for it or anything so that's just a fun fact put that in the imdb trivia mm. about hale's tale could be in our tv to- tv tropes page yeah which exists and is cool thank you yeah yeah uh good fun but yeah uh i didn't realize as someone who is still a fairly Magic the Gathering novice, how much Magic the Gathering art they've been recycling <laughs> for this stuff. I mean, it's, it is what it is. Uh, we're here on downtime, probably the last downtime of the season. Uh, this it looks like it's going to be the longest season in the show's history. Uh, very interesting stuff going on. I think the stakes are pretty clear. Uh, the Dreaming Dark is coming for Grendel, and there are two solutions. There's the Lich, Voya, who has powerful magic and foresight but is a divisive figure in the village and has seemingly been banished back to her phylactery, uh, which no one rolled for information on phylacteries. Maybe someone in their downtime can talk about this or roll for it, so I don't want to say too much, but that's that's one thing. The other thing is if Gigi merges with the Hashalat Quarry and becomes Kalashtar, uh, the you know the lore of Kalashtars is that they are like traitors to the Dreaming Dark and you know warriors of you know of dreams against the nightmare, and perhaps there is a solution that way. But uh, it's a long shot, and uh, time is running out. So like uh, you all are getting ready to go journey to the Frost Giant Village, where you believe Voya's phylactery is. Uh, this is like the last chance everyone has to run around the village and talk to people, get supplies, and it's not a very long journey the frost giant village so it's not like gonna be like the trip up the mountain or anything but you also just did a grueling trip up the mountain so it's like oh, i need a day to rest my legs or i'm going to die also there's also the you missed the most important like forget the whole dreaming dark thing there's a sheep that's been a bit of an asshole and that's that's the real <laughs> end of the season oh, right there bit of an ass okay a little, little bit <laughs> just a tiny bit of an asshole he's our problematic fave right <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because those are, of course, the, that's the more impo- important emotional stake is that everyone fucking hates Nobi and wants to see him brought to justice. But in character, none of you have any idea of that. In so character, if- no one hates Nobi. Nobi's fine. Yeah, I actually have a Philippa thing today that 
uh, she is is her, the peak of her obliviousness. I think we'll see it anyway. Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, but but these these will probably intersect because Nobi wants uh, a quarry because it makes him powerful. And if uh, you know the the veil to the Dalcor is you know reasserted, he will lose access to his quarry, which he cannot allow to happen. Mm-hmm. So even though you don't suspect him, he is in a way aligned against all of you. And it's this it's this thing, of course, like saying the subtext out loud is that like it's not in the village's interest for the dreaming dark to destroy it <laughs> but it's but he of course thinks he needs the quarry to protect the village you know it's just yeah a mm-hmm. bad mm-hmm. brain something mm-hmm. about that yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. his kind of mindset is, is somehow maybe you should bad. maybe maybe yeah. a sheep shouldn't be a cop <laughs> maybe no one should be a cop maybe a sheep shouldn't be a cop is the message that i was going for with noby yeah we should ban <laughs> sheep from being police officers with the was the main theme i was trying to establish mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i'm glad <laughs> yeah. that i could help you along that road <laughs> <laughs> I watched the ringing bell and became terrified, and I was like, I have to write this character right now. Uh, I love that. It's a very narrow uh, message that you take from this art. You can't expand it any further <laughs> to anything else. That's right. Uh, so to start off, uh, Aze, what's your level up? Uh, who are you visiting? Let's get this show on the road. All right, all right. Well, Aze's level up is not terribly, uh, like, wild. Uh 11th level for a lot of spellcasters and druid included. It doesn't really come with any new features. Um, the main thing is just, if I'm not mistaken, we're talking like uh, another spell. Uh, he can prepare an extra spell, has access to 6th level spell slots, and all of his cantrips get a little bump in power. Um, the spell, that the added spell I trained him to having is... Heal, the sixth level spell. I need to come up with a name for it for later on, but I don't expect to use it this session, so I'm not worried about it quite yet. Um, and then the Remoraze's great-great-grandfather shows up. Roll initiative. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> you got the whole me. family's uh, here. You better be ready to like, heal. I will say that, like, it's nice having a spell where I don't have to worry about rolling good on the dice to make sure it heals a bunch. Just like, yeah, yeah, spend a six-level spell slot, 70 hit points, just... Here you go. Uh, Anything to get the godforsaken dice out of this game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who wants dice in a, a game with probabilistic outcomes and stuff like that? I don't, not me. Um, I will say that as a prelude to what Aze's meeting is, um, ever since he has sort of proposed this heavy constellation themed motif uh, in support of just anarchism of sorts uh, for Grendel. Um, one of the things that I wanted to have him do was spend some time in lieu of a lot of his star related stuff still being missing somewhere in Nobi's nest of stuff in the governor's office to make some new spellcasting materials and the form of, uh, some new tarot cards. Um, and what he's doing has been drawing up depictions of all the different constellations, but also doing almost constellation-like depictions of each villager that's associated with those different constellations. So, you know, for, you know, he, he would make a card for, uh, that has like Philip, a depiction of Philippa on it. That's the contract and one of slime. That's the, uh, the ancestor and stuff like that. And so 
Uh, he may he's making two sets of all those cards, and for his visit, he is going to visit Gigi, and bring and in the process bring Gigi a a copy of a card that features um, the appraiser. So it has a depiction of Gigi himself, as well as depictions of scales like weight scales above and an eye below. Um, as he approaches. Uh, well, the former governor, the current, the the uh, teacher, uh, Gigi. Now, where is Gigi being kept? Uh, Gigi's in the gender neutral confinement area. So you're approaching like this. I guess it's like a you know a hangout spot kind of. That's how Slime envisioned it. So uh, you see Gigi playing like air hockey with himself. So he's on one side of the table, hits the little puck, walks over <laughs> oh, to the other side, no. picks up the other, just like clip clop, clip clop, because he has cloven hooves on the a hardwood floor, just. To, playing air hockey as you approach no there's no hardwood floor it has the energy of a public library so the floor is carpeted thank you yeah we established earlier that reading is a non-binary trait so it's like a little (laughs) library was what we uh what we said yeah Uh, okay a public library is the ultimate non-gendered area if you can read i've got some news for you is that why I got kicked out of that library for finger blasting? Yes, because it's an asexual area, asexual non-gendered area. Oh, we didn't say it was asexual. You can get sexy in a library. I'm sure Gigi is having an incredible time in there, honestly. Okay, well, if they want to do it, then sure. Austin, you need to stop finger blasting in inappropriate places. Absolutely not. <laughs> Maybe society needs to change its perspective on what's an appropriate place to finger blast. Not the gender oh neutral confinement area, that's for sure. I love that we're dropping this in the middle of Skitch's downtime. <laughs> Personally, I think it's uh, good to finger blast someone's gender neutral confinement area, but that's just one one they them's opinion. That- this is the political issue that's going to tear Grindel apart. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I have no idea what, what these desires or interests are about. I'm just lost. I'm just mind, Don't try and find it out. mind, mind blank okay. here. Um, so whether, whether Gigi is playing air hockey or reading a book about air hockey, either way, um, Aze will approach and say, so, how are you? How are you holding up, Gigi? I think, in contrast to Gigi's usual very verbose uh, style, he just says, "Okay," and just continues playing air hockey. I I wanted to come by to uh, apologize for well, a few things, and also just make a point to spend some time here with you. Uh, especially in the face of what you obviously have had to go through in the past several days while I was up trying to clear my own name up the mountain. Congratulations on that, by the way. I'm sorry I didn't come forward sooner. I At the mob scene outside your house, I was going to say something, but I I was struck by some sort of attack and collapsed in the snow and well, everyone just left me there. I was so distraught. It was hard to pay attention to much of anything that was happening around me. And the crowd was, oh, geez, if 
if things hadn't played out a certain way, I probably would have already have been dead at this point. I'm simply glad that the same hasn't passed on to you, but I have to be... I have to be honest, Gigi, I still don't believe that you are responsible for what has happened. I think in response to this assertion, uh, the Hashlack uh, materializes like in front of you. Uh, it kind of like oh, the way I'm picturing it is like all these strings kind of like push out of, you know, like the veil of reality and kind of wind around to this creature is just this long. We described it as a worm on a string jokingly. Right. Uh, but it's like <laughs> kind of, it's kind of weaving itself together in front of you. So so that when it's finished appearing, it's like core, the glowing blue part at the front of it is just like right up in your face as if to say, like, you talking shit. <laughs> It doesn't speak, but it, it does it it does the thing jocks do in movies where it gets real close to you. Does it nearly punch Aze and then laugh if he flinches? Yeah. <laughs> mm, that's exactly. a good that's a Ah, uh, do uh, I'm trying to determine whether Aze would flinch or not. I have a feeling that Ozzy's at a point where he just wouldn't flinch. I mean he's gone through all, so much I have my own feelings about that. <laughs> when when you've had A Town literally be like, Oh no, you we we we're, we're coming to murder you, yeah, punch less bad yeah 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 that and then the fight the realization that your f former mentor and closely into a mother figure is now a lich and you're feeling weird feelings about whether to trust her or not and everything else this is just like yeah it's like it's creepy but Ozzy has had a bit of a bit of a week <laughs> Okay, but if if the hasher like pointed down at Ozzy's shirt, he would definitely look down at it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh sure. That, 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 that's that's clear. That's clearly. If he was pulling that stuff, Ozzy would fall for it and uh, get probably decked or something. That for sure. <laughs> I'm just saying that if like from, from sheer intimidation, it's going to take more than sheer intimidation. It's going to take schoolyard misdirection to get Ozzy to flinch. Okay. The hasher likes like, uh, did 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 you drop your loser card? And then point down. Ah. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I don't believe that you have the capacity to do it. I just don't think that that is what actually happened. There's things that lead me to stray away from that conclusion. Gigi says, regardless, I didn't come forward fast enough to spare you the town's wrath, and I apologize for that. I I can only think back to, well, the days after I took Voya to the, to the land above and left her there in secrecy and the amount of distrust that everyone had towards me. And, and I believe that, and I believe that even you carried a bit of distrust towards me uh, for some period of time afterwards. And I would say that it was not unwarranted, but... Forsooth. It has been a difficult winter. The Hashalak floats around to the other end of the table, and now they're playing They're playing air hockey together. I just realized that this is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aze, Aze will uh, draw out the, uh, the card he has made depicting Gigi and his constellation, and will say, I'm making a point to offer these as... Reminders to everyone about their connections and relationships with the stars around us. And 
I can only hope that it helps as a reminder that we need to bolster our connections with each other in order to see things better. And he sets the uh, card down towards uh, uh, Gigi. Uh, it enters the battlefield untapped, by the way. I'm just going to say that outright. Uh, I appreciate that. I, I think Gigi looks at it and like he does appreciate that you brought him a gift. But he says, uh, doesn't this mean you agree with Voya? That the stars have power and can tell the future and that we should leave things in her care? I do believe that the stars have power, but I also believe that we have power ourselves. Voya has said in the past that she believes that we each are stars unto ourselves, and that means that our connections within Grendel forms its own constellation. And if the strength comes from the constellations themselves, then we need to bolster ourselves as a constellation better. After you say this, you hear a voice from behind. You say, oh, man, are you going to eat him first? I just got here. And you turn around and you see Sun Moon Stars has uh, crept into the gender neutral confinement area. Uh, she has a fork, uh, a knife and a bib. <laughs> <sighs> No, there's no, I do not intend on perform, on having any sort of consumption while here, but I do have something for you. It won't satisfy any hunger, but it is a token of my thoughts about everyone in town. And he fishes out his um, card of the, let me pull up my thing here, of the veil, which is the sign for Sun, Moon, Stars and Offers it to, offers it to her. Yeah, I mean, she'll take it. I think she'll put it like behind her ear, like a like a, the way that press in the mm -hmm. you know old times do with their hats. But um, she says, I like the white meat. People say it's dry and flavorless, but I feel like it's a better vector for sauce. I'm gonna leave most of the gristle for slime, though. You can have the other stuff. I'm. <sighs> I, I don't think that will be I well for one I'm I appreciate the offer but I will stick to my vegetable soups when I have the chance to learn how to make it better but I also do not believe that Gigi here is actually guilty of what he is accused of then what do you think happened smart guy I can eat you instead I thought we were past that but if you want to get eaten first I'm choosing to begin from the position of trusting the other villagers and using our connections to help guide me to a more clear answer as to what's happened. It still troubles me that a possession of mine was left at the scene and there's no clear explanation for how it got there. Or why it would be there. You think too much. You're a nerd. I, that's, uh, I have no rebuttal for that. <laughs> okay. I, Sun Moon Stars goes over and puts the, the fork into the Hashalax uh, spinning uh, threads and tries to, like, twirl them up like spaghetti. <laughs> Just tries to get a, a fucking fork full of that good, good quarry. <sighs> Uh, and uh, th like that draws Ozzy's attention to Hashalak, and he will approach before 
drawing out a blank card with a, and, and a writing utensil before he starts sketching out something briefly while looking at the Hashalak. Before saying, as for you, your choice not to communicate with me right now doesn't really bother me, but in the face of all that's happening here, I do think that one of our best chances of surviving as a community is to find a way to bring you into the fold and ultimately make you part of our community in some form. Yeah. Do you want to roll persuasion here? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Uh, Ozzy's basically going to, he was trying, he's basically trying to intuit what would be an appropriate star sign for the Hashalak while making the card, but he can roll persuasion as part of what's going on here for sure. Uh, where is my persuasion set? Cause it's not great, but let's see here. 19. Uh, yeah. So you're, t- you tell the Hashalak that you want, uh, it to join the village, uh, and it projects into your mind an image of you picking up Sun Moon Stars and carrying her away because she's now stuffing pieces of it into her mouth. And she's like, it, it tastes like sawdust. Mm. Aze will, will try to pull Sun Moon Stars aside and say, at the very least, wait for judgment to be rendered before any sort of, any sort of meal to be consumed here. Sun Moon Stars. Uh, nine. I rolled for Sun Moon Stars to stab you with the fork. That's gonna miss. <laughs> Villages are friends, <laughs> not food. <laughs> yeah. I just ass- any one of them could have betrayed her, so she's just checking her bases. Uh huh. I just assume this end of the scene is just her poking you in the chest futilely with a fork. You're wearing, you know, just like light mail, so it doesn't do anything. But that's just the image. I- I, I do I do like to think of I do like to think of Ozzy assessing things and realizing that the Hashalak's role and mentality makes it very likely that Hashalak is the same constellation as GG and is also an appraiser, essentially. Yeah, I think that's something definitely important and interesting to get out there. So yeah. Have- so Yeah, so that that's sort of like how like Ozzy will Part of Ozzy's exchange will finish with him drawing a tarot card depicting the Hashalak as a star with the scales above and the eye below and having the like the appraiser written on it. And then he will set that on the side of the table towards the Hashalak and even remark, hmm, it almost makes sense for the two of you to have found each other. You are very much hmm, aligned in a benefic manner, if I say so myself. I think that much can be gained by finding a way to make this relationship more sympathetic and symbiotic rather than hostile. All right, Basil, tell me about your level up. Uh, Okay, so for level 11, uh, Basil gets the usual stuff, a little extra HP, uh, gets a couple couple of more interesting things. Um, uh, I get something called Mystic Arcanum. So the the way that warlocks work is that beyond a certain point, rather than getting like more spell slots of your like all of your spells are up to that level, 
you get special spell slots that you can use once per rest of certain other levels. So I have a sixth level spell uh, that I can use once per long rest, which is going to be Mental Prison. Uh, I also get a new spell, which is going to be Modify Memory, and a third level five spell slot. Yeah. I, I got I got some interesting stuff this time around. Yeah, Basil, the unicorn, the symbol of goodness throughout all of mythology. Mental prison and modify memory. Okay. Mm. I mean, look, here's, here's the thing. Basil is has not been around this town as long as anyone else here and is still trying to work out uh, their place within... What on earth is the what are we what are we doing here about people doing murders? What what's the plan? What what's everyone doing? No one seems to have a firm plan, and I think Basil's thought is better to have some tools that might be useful. We'll see what happens. I don't know what's going on. I just like the idea of Basil, you you're thinking about those spells, you're internalizing their magic, and in the background like Mufasa's ghost is the genius of Grenville <laughs> looking down on you from five years in the sky future being like, hey, yes. You know what they say, better to have a, ma- a magic black mirror mind prison than and not need it than need a magic black mirror mind prison and not have it. You said it. I mean, more is better. Consume. Look, I I think that without a without a real sense of a clear idea of what on earth we're gonna do about the uh, lich that that wants to just be like, no, no, I'm in charge. I, I no no one gets to tell me I'm not in charge and can't be killed. Seems like we should have some options for that eventuality. Yeah, fair enough. It's a totally normal D&D thing to do. It's just funny because we're always bringing a more kind of grounded perspective to these tropes. And so in that in that light, it's no, fine. It's, it's totally a normal level up. No, and that's that's the thing is I think like in, in character, I'm aware it is very different to anything that like <laughs> that we would usually pick. I think very explicitly this is like, for me, this is like the thing that Neelith would never have picked that I think Basil could be like... I, Basil does not have the context of uh hey we're trying to we're trying to we're trying to not cop here so much. All right, where's Basil going? Uh Basil is going to see Potter. Cuz again, Baz- Basil basically was able to move off of one spot, climbed up a mountain and is back now. That that's Basil. Um and I think I think Basil has realized that like, hey, maybe just sticking to Arze all of the time for all of the information about the world, maybe not the best plan in the world. Who better to go and try and have have some conversations with than the bartender? Because that's that's usually a person who knows what on earth's going on. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that the person who like threatened to beat up Aze multiple times. That sounds like a good way to get an alternate opinion. Look, look. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, look. Basil does not approve of of Potter's response to Aze, not in the slightest. And I think, like, very explicitly, I think that Basil will not make it clear that that's where they're going. But I think that Basil wants to. Know what people who are not Arze in town are like and what else is going on here. Mm-hmm. 
That is certainly the alternative perspective there. So you come down in the elevator into the dogberry. Uh, you don't see Potter right away. Rather, you see Kaboom and Kablam, uh, and that maybe uh, puts you a little ill at ease knowing their history. But uh, by the time the elevator is fully uh, down and like locked in at the bottom, you see that they are uh, wiping down tables. They both have like, you know, rags in their flump tentacles, and they see you come in and they say. Hello, unbeliever. Hello, believers. <laughs> how, how, how are you? How are you, Beth? It's been a while. Well, the accursed Popo took our chainsaw, so we got bored. And you thought the solution to being bored would be to be helpful, nice, sensible, productive members of society? I'm glad to hear. Never. We're learning valuable skills which can be used to fleece the travelers and increase the wealth of our church. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious now. What, what, what are you learning? What's going on? What are you doing? This is called a mop. And <laughs> Kaboom floats <laughs> over with a mop. And Kablam says, this is a bucket. And when we combine them, and then they just show you what mopping is. Yeah. <laughs> Potter's, just, Potter's been training them to clean the dogberry under the guise of, like, giving them powerful skills. I see. Oh, well, I am excited to uh, see how this plays out when uh, people start coming back into town. Uh, I hope you call me along so I can watch your first demonstration. It'll be a beautiful thing to see, I'm sure. Uh, at this, uh, the door to like the you know stock room opens in the back, and Potter comes out. He's got like a whole uh, crate full of you know whatever cleaning supplies or something in his arms, very big beefy bugbear arms, and he can't see you over it. And so he says, "You two done? I need this spick and span for when they arrive. It's we're we're getting down to the end of the winter." Oh, uh, uh hey, hi. Potter turns so that he can see you. Uh, standing there, Basil, in his his bar, and he says, Oh, uh, hey, bruh, what's up? Uh, Basil stops and looks for a second and just tries... I, I feel like insight. This is a moment for insight. Basil wants, wants to know... Do you know my name? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the role. Do you know my name? And if so, how do I want to play this? Um, oh fuck! Let's, let's, let's do it. <laughs> Seventeen. Does does Potter know Battle's name? Absolutely not. And also, he's kind of embarrassed that you caught him uh, using newly created people for kind of cheap labor or maybe even free labor. And you're also a newly created person. So it's kind of an embarrassing yeah. thing to get caught doing. <laughs> I, I think I think Basil's going to lean into this and he's going to be like, oh, uh, good good to see you, Potter. Uh, Potter, whose uh, name and occupation and uh, things I know. Uh, how are you? Oh, uh, you know, getting ready for the, the first wave to arrive. I don't have any alcohol yet, so it's going to be a real close call to see if the suppliers get here. Uh, kaboom and kablam. Wanted to learn some skills. Do you want to learn some skills? Oh, um, I'm, I'm sure you'd like to uh, teach me some skills like, like them. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, yeah, is that, what, is that what you're going for? Yeah. I mean, no offense, bro, but your uh, dad uh, offered to give me all of his proceeds for the next season. 
in his uh you know star reading and stuff but then i really was gonna kill him so i think that might be off well i I mean you know uh you know you were gonna kill my dad and also um i could just and basil sort of gives a bit of a look of i could just tell them that you're you're using them here like uh yeah i mean if you if you adopt a kind of stance like that i think uh one of the flumps is going to let loose with the slingshot. So I'm going to D100 again for wild magic as they, you get. Hell yes. Do it. Coward. You get bonked with a <laughs> bottle cap, which is what <laughs> they can load into their slingshot in here. Okay. What we got? We got a 99. Uh, you regain. <laughs> That's nothing. You regain all expended sorcery points. Absolutely nothing. Oh, oh thank, thank you, Austin. <laughs> all right, Austin, oh, how shit. much juicier would that 100 have been? No, uh, 99. Like infinitely, right? 99 and 100 are both the same. Okay, mm. well, that's. <sighs> Yeah. Great if you're a sorcerer and no useful for everyone, no, useless for I, everyone else. I was, I was hoping to, I don't know, grow an extra head that could have conversations with me or something. I don't know, something interesting. Give me something god, weird. Oh, good gosh. If, I if, would have uh, played the head. <laughs> Basil giving Basil gives birth in the middle is like, oh no. Not again. Not again. Uh, okay, I will say though, if you continue to antagonize Potter, even like jokingly, you can, you can, can get more of yeah. these, but... <laughs> no, I, I I think that like it's it it is very deliberately joking, and I think he's I, I it's very deliberately joking. I think Basil is gonna sort of very quickly be like, no, I I know it's a bit weird. Me uh, coming here, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna level with you. Um, I do not know much about anything, and you are the furthest thing away from I'll say I could think of who would also know a lot about this town and the world and stuff and I thought might be worth having a conversation on the understanding that I do I do not like the fact that you you did jump to the uh, instant instinct of uh, murder my dad but also you remember the community and it doesn't seem I don't know um I think here Potter says uh I guess we should start with Hello, my name's Potter. I'm the bartender. I've lived here my whole life. Well, you won't need me to introduce myself, will you? Because uh, you definitely know my name. <laughs> I've, uh, well, I'm just going to keep going like you didn't say that. Uh, I used to be governor. It's, it's, it's Basil. <laughs> okay. Uh, hello, Basil. Uh, Hi. <laughs> are, can you or do you drink your unicorn, as far as I can tell, and extremely immune to poison? I'm extremely immune to poison. I have not tried. Maybe. Is, is it one of these things that people enjoy for the flavor, or...? Oh, absolutely not. No, the flavor is terrible. <laughs> oh, let's, let's have some... <laughs> Well, we're we're out now. I would I would love to give oh, you some. Oh, uh, I mean, we spoil sport. <laughs> we could definitely have your first drink when the supplier gets here. That'll be fun. I just I worry that it's just going to be like drinking dish soap for you because you're just extremely immune to the thing it does. Um, I mean, yes, but also, um, everything I have so far had is things that people have because they are good to have. Maybe maybe bad is good. I don't know. maybe bad is good. 
<laughs> That's the theme of this season. Oh, okay, I figured it out now. Right, yeah. maybe bad is good. Okay. Kaboom and Kablam just look at each other and they say, maybe bad is good. Oh no, fuck. <laughs> maybe bad is good, fuck. Maybe. No. You don't know. No. <laughs> Potter says, well, we'll have that first drink as uh, soon as winter's over. Is there anything else, I, I, wisdom I could share with you? This does not seem like a community that has a terribly good idea of uh, how to deal with big, complicated problems. Um, I, I, I know that you were in charge for a little bit here at some point in the past. Uh, having seen this lich show up here recently... Uh, do you think this town has what it takes that if that lich wants to forcibly take... Well, if anyone wants to forcibly take control, do you think this community has what it takes to stop them if needed? Now, I know there was some, let's say, racially charged language during the lich conversation, but I do want to echo Voya here, which is that goblins do have thousands of years of culture, and sometimes it feels like people don't appreciate that like yet we don't have the kind of structures that many other cultures have your democracies and so forth but we've always made do uh back you know in the old days there was the goblin gods who would give people powers and make us nil bogs and randomness was appreciated as part of life and we don't have uh, it's like the sortition. It's a celebration of the fact that anything can happen in life and you're not supposed to control it. And sometimes bad people get in control and that's also part of life. This community seems to have a system in place that everyone has decided and agreed, or at least as a majority rule have decided and agreed, this is how we're going to do it. And the idea that one person can come in and go, I have a thing that you require, you do it my way now, or I let you all face negative consequences. Or let's say it's not that, let's say it's not that, let's say someone that is actually terrible decides I am in charge, you will live under my terrible rule. I feel like this community would struggle to know what to do. Yep, that's traditionally what has happened to goblin cultures. Uh, Bugbears or hobgoblins show up and they say, listen to me or I start popping your heads. Uh, and that's worked out pretty well so far. How did you all decide to do sortition, democracy, whatnot? If you were all so happy with randomness, what happened? What happened? I mean, um, many goblin and bugbear and uh, hobgoblin societies have the same structure that we've had for, you know, millennia with the the violent subjugation and the slavery and the beatings and so forth. But some, you know, goblin societies broke away, like Grendel, founded here in kind of isolation, and the sortition is a way of paying homage to Nilbogism and the 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 infinite life splendor you know i'm not a poet i'm a i'm just a guy i don't know how to explain it smart it's just like things happen and it's like whoa sometimes they're beautiful and sometimes they suck and it's like 
Isn't that cool? Was it cool when someone in your community decided it was okay to murder other people in your community? I mean, of course not. No, what? They're my friends. It's, I. Okay. What if someone comes into power and decides they're going to do the same? Yeah, I mean, it happens. And every it happens in democracy. It happens in authoritarianism. It happens in sortition. Murders are gonna murder. I think maybe I'm maybe I'm a dummy. I I, I agree with you that the murderers are gonna murder. It's a very different thing when there is no mechanism or plan in place to remove a murderer that is in charge of everything. Oh, I mean the traditional goblin ways. You tie each of their limbs to a different uh, each of the limbs to a different warg, and then you have them run in different directions until uh, they've atoned in many pieces. Can you do that to a lich, for example? Uh, let's roll. Uh, Arcana. Arcana for lich information. Uh, 18 on Arcana. Nice. And Sketch just put a picture of a warg into the chat, which are like the traditional goblin mounts. They're kind of like uh, dog horses. They're pretty cool. And, and, and in retrospect, I think I should have put some wargs into this season. That, that's goblin flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, let me say with 18 on Arcana, uh, you know that pulling a lich's limbs off would uh, temporarily uh, be disadvantageous for it. But I th- they can heal. So they would eventually come back together. It's kind of like uh, ghosts, skeletons, I guess. They're 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 tricky. I think uh, with this with this with this role, I'm going to give you the stuff that you kind of already intuited. I'm just going to say it out loud for the audience because they may not be familiar with liches the way you are. But liches uh, need something called a phylactery, which is a container uh, which has souls in it. And as long as the container exists, they can just keep regenerating there. Uh, they do need to occasionally feed souls to it, which is kind of the mm-hmm. Ach- Achilles heel of liches as they have to kind of constantly be killing. This is the, the classic D&D trope, the, literally like the first major iconic D&D villain is a Sararak, the lich, who built this tomb of horrors. It's a, the biggest, dang, most dangerous dungeon in the game, or it was. And that's the whole reason that dungeons exist and the way dungeons exist in this game is because like liches build them for uh, and fill them with treasure. So adventurers will come get the treasure and they die and their souls would get put in the phylactery. Mm. Uh, and Inri's whole scheme this whole season was to find a phylactery that was well-guarded and was located uh, in a populated area where people constantly die, which is Grendel with its seasons full of climbers who are constantly dying uh, and who the frost giants will guard the Akashic Stone with, with their lives. It's like the perfectly defended, perfectly fed phylactery. Uh, and so the only yeah. the only way to get rid of Voya permanently is to destroy that stone. Uh, anything else, and she will just keep coming back. I worry that this town doesn't have a plan for it. Voya isn't who you think anymore, and isn't able to just be pulled in a few directions, and that solves your problems. I mean, that's kind of the whole thing with direct democracy, right? Is if Enough of us want Voya to be in charge, she'll be in charge. And it might be the wrong decision, but that's our decision to get wrong. I mean, yes, indeed. Um, 
That is not what Voya wanted. Voya wanted to. Ju- I, I, I maintain Voya wants to just, regardless of what anyone else says, take charge. And if we choose a different form of democracy, Vo- I get the impression Voya will still just walk into town and go, "No, I'm in charge." Well, when the suppliers get here, I'll I'll, I'll order some wargs. We should have wargs. We've had we've we're we've been wargless for too long. It's an oversight, honestly. Uh. I think bef- I think I think at this point Basil's going to turn and start to leave and just before taking the magical elevator back up uh will turn back and go you really owe us an apology for trying to uh assume he was a killer yeah so do you want to roll persuasion on that or you want to just say it and leave in a way that makes him sit with it because both are valid. I don't think this is a trying to persuade in the moment. I think it's uh, just just leaving leaving that hanging in the air. All right. And then you, uh, as you get on the elevator, uh, I think one one more wild magic. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you should apologize to my dad. You should apologize to my slingshot, bitch. Exactly. Um, Come on, give me a good spicy one. Spicy, spicy. 82. Let's look at this list. Uh, Sorry, I'm sorry. It says you can take one additional action immediately, uh, which is good in a fight, but in this, you can just say, you should apologize (laughs) again. (laughs) An additional (laughs) additional action. Okay, here's my additional action. I roll persuasion. Okay, cool. (laughs) Fuck it. Uh... Uh... No, I'll I'll leave it I'll leave it as is. I'm gonna add some additional pregnant pause mm-hmm. that that Potter has to sit with. That's my additional action. Okay, uh yeah. So you get shot with a like a beer peanut <laughs> from the bar on this uh by a slingshot. It hits you uh, like on the snoot ineffectively, and suddenly you're filled with magical vitality, which you could use to attack, but instead you use it to make yeah. the pause more pregnant. Yeah, that, uh, Basil's going to use that that magical extra turn to just just turn and give like a real you should be ashamed of yourself look. It's very funny that you got what would be incredible wild magic if you were a wild magic sorcerer using this on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cat. I took a level in but because I think it's been established in the episodes that uh, you and I recorded, just us, that um, Kat's intention is to uh, to take over the Wind and Dine Flayer, uh, possibly with Slime. I think that's Slime's intention too. So the the Slimed and Dine Flayer was the <laughs> was the plan, <laughs> and so I I wanted to take a level in Bard with the flavor that cat has spent a bit of time maybe it's like in some of the days while the party were climbing the mountain uh looking around the wind and dine flayer and trying to understand stuff and maybe looking at recipes and she's yeah she's just trying to understand um some of neilith's cooking and um yeah so um i got um Message and prestidigitationist cantrips, 
and Featherfall Illusory Script speak with animals and Tasha's hideous laughter as first level spells. And I figured that since she is an animal, speak with animals, I would argue. Oh my god. <laughs> she could use to speak with people uh-huh. if she doesn't have talking tongue sandwiches. This is the last arc. I'm not going to fight you. <laughs> I'm too tired. <laughs> I'm too weary. Um, I do I do like it insofar as it kind of shows you taking the first steps to master something like the talking tongue t- sandwich, though. Like, if this is going to be That's a what I was kind of thinking. I didn't know what level that, what that spell was, and I just kind of wanted to um, show that she's starting this journey because she intends to take over Neil's legacy there and... Um, one part of that is, is, is that, yeah. Yeah, so if it's a family restaurant, the Slimed and Dine Flare, uh, mother and daughter uh, running it, and you, you <laughs> yeah. have different, you know, bards, you know, different spells, wizard and bard spells. I think that could be very cute. Um, where are you visiting? Yeah, so with all of that preloaded, I wanted to bring Farmer Applewhite a cat's first attempt at cooking something wonderful you do not have cooking proficiency (laughs) no i don't (laughs) it's gonna be a raw d20 uh maybe plus intelligence but i don't think yours is particularly (laughs) my intelligence is a minus one (laughs) so i'm rolling it and that's a 16 my word okay yeah get wrecked austin She's silent for an hour and 15 minutes and it just comes out of the woodwork. Dagger to the heart. Uh, six. I've been listening this whole time, just waiting. <laughs> waiting for an opportunity. Waiting for just a, sp- a spot in my armor to just stick. Dungeons and Dragons is a competition between the players and the dungeon master and I don't understand why no one else sees this. Is it? Okay. Uh, it shit, is. I didn't realize this, that. We are fighting against Austin to win. Uh, someone do a best of compilation of all the times I talk about how that's not what we're doing here. Um, uh, what? It-, it literally is because you try to stop me from doing whatever I want, and I don't like that. With a 16, you accomplished the recipe perfectly. Uh, with a 20, I was going to say you would like, invent a new one. But this is just like as, <laughs> as good an example as someone at your skill level could do. Do what is it? What's it look like? Uh, pay me a picture. Hmm. Former Applewhite, I have been looking through Neelith's recipes, and I tried to cook. And the first time, I made a small fire, but I put it out. And then the <laughs> second time, I made a small fire, but I put it out. And the third time, I made you a pudding, and I hope you like it. It's poached pears, and I call it poached parabellum. Oh my god! Ah, yay! I'm so happy! Yay! Yeah. Congratulations! Oh. Uh, perfect. Uh, I, I'll be like, give yourself bardic inspiration for that one. Good, good pull there. Yeah, Applewhite's gonna try your pudding. Uh, she loves it. She says, "Oh, that's delightful! It's just as good as the stuff Neelith made." Bless her soul. Uh, you said two fires? Do you want to maybe try some uh, ch- chilled things? Maybe that's going to be your specialty. Some kind of, uh, you know, the cold. It is just hard to work the knobs on the stove with my big paws. They're so big. 
And all of the little bottle caps. Uh, I have to use my mouth. Well, I, I'm sure when you and your mother get, you know, used to the the slimed and dine flare stuff, uh, you'll find a system that works off the top of my head. Uh, big claws, good for cutting, doing a lot of prep, the carrots, the celery, you know. There's a word for that. Uh, eventually, I hope I will get mage hand, and then I can mage hand the kitchen. Uh, it will be an automated process. It's mirepoix. That's the word. Mirepoix. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> just talking about Julian. Okay. No, it's <laughs> it's when you cut up. You, you'll figure it out. I'm sure it's in the books. Um, <laughs> she's also eating pudding during this entire thing. Um, Wonderful. And it, in the background, you uh, you hear some noises. Actually, per- perception check maybe to uh, get the, the, the lay of that land. 21. Perfect. Yeah, you hear clinking and clanking. Um, with a bad roll, it would have been indistinct, but with a 21, it definitely sounds like someone doing mechanical work. It sounds like wrench on a uh, bolt. It sounds like, you know, hammer on nails. It, someone's doing some work in the background there. Um, and there's also, with 21, I'll just say there's tum-tums rolling around <laughs> as well that you are you can perceive. Yeah, she's going to say, um, oh, can you hear um, a clinking and clanking? Oh, yeah. That's just uh, Shoko's fixing the the cart, just hooking it up. It's uh, you know been a long winter. Some of the things broke. Oh, Sh- Shoko. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite dish from the wine and dined flair? I want to practice it. Blood, blood. It's blood. <laughs> I think you are being mm, deliberately chaotic rather than sincere. Oh, you got me. It's pierogies. Fuck. <laughs> uh. Okay, I will check for a pierogi recipe. Um, <laughs> Shoko peers out from under a, a cart has been like fixing the, you know, the axle underneath it and like, uh, dusts herself off and walks over and says, uh, Oh, I have something for you. Should I leave it at your house or at the slimed and dine flare? Um, uh, you can leave it at my house. Uh, what is it? It's cool. <laughs> yes, but. What is it? Oh, you're going to ruin the surprise. (laughs) I don't know if there will be a scene later where I go and check. Maybe you should just tell me. Uh, Shoko has left for you. Uh, You know, the glove the genius made and then uh, left with Shoko is like uh, made out of sewing needles and it can like steal. It's a vampiric touch, actually. It can like steal life. Interesting. Uh, Shoko made three more and uh, now they're, you know, and retrofitted them that they're cat size. So you can put them on your powerful paws and you can be basically a fucking sick ass vampire person. (laughs) Actually, I said six, but you have eight limbs, right? Two paws. Uh Okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> many, many, many. It's a lot of vampiric uh, steampunk slashing gloves, but yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, the effect of that is a it's a plus two weapon and uh, can cast vampiric touch. 
uh, once nice. per, per, once per short rest. So yeah, you you haven't had any like significant chances at magical items, I guess, besides the paintbrush, which you then gave away. <laughs> okay. Oh, thank you, Shoko. That's that is cool. You were right. <laughs> I knew it. What uh, are you doing to Farmer Applewhite's cart? Are you making that cool too? Well, she said I was only supposed to fix it, but I made it faster. <laughs> how, how, how much faster? <laughs> you want to see a sick jump? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I like to think that all Shoko did was add racing stripes, and that somehow makes it faster. <laughs> Yeah, do you, do you want to spend the rest of the, this day uh, doing Grand Theft Auto stunt jumps in a fucking farming uh, plow? No, I... <laughs> Wasted! I do want to see it, but I don't... No, that's not my day. That's not my day plan. That's that's for the, the that's for the postseason when like the the story's over. That's your your epilogue. <laughs> that's out. Yeah, that's our beach episode. Is Cat just doing <laughs> Grand Theft Auto around the farm? Just doing sick donuts in the pumpkin patch. Mm. I want to know what your feelings are about the community because it seems like at many community gatherings you make the situation worse, not better. <laughs> Applewhite says, maybe, but uh, you know, we've got to be dissenting voices. So what's the point of having freedom of speech if you don't use it, you know? I think that's true. But mm, sometimes I feel like you don't say, you don't think about why you are saying the thing. You just gripe, and then things get worse. It feels good, though. Have you tried it? <laughs> I, mm, I have heard that if you don't have anything nice to say, you shouldn't say things. But I... Felt that it came dangerously close to the town. Mm. Murdering Aze for a crime that he probably didn't do. And that was kind of a sensitive situation. And mm. I think that you wouldn't like if Aze had been murdered. Well, sure, if he didn't do it, that would be bad. But, uh, I mean... My mom always told me if you know somebody does something bad, you gotta send them out into the snow to die. That's that's just the way of it. <laughs> hmm. Yes, maybe he did do something bad. Well, I guess, suppose we still do not know. Do you think that Gigi is the one who killed Neelith and Fairy and Ruth? Well, not GG, the the Hashmaslash guy. He's a. I feel like that 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 fits everything. They were all beaten up and it was all nightmarish. That makes sense. Also, the whole the 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 dark dream is coming. It's everything seems to fit together. It's pretty open and shut. So, do you want GG to go in the snow? Well, I would if uh, I. I'm not a magician, but my understanding from. The magic folk is that we got to get Gigi and the Hasmaslash to kind of kiss and make up so that we can stop the the dark dream. Okay. And then we can put him into the snow if it's bad. You know, Applewhite, I have trouble finding flaws in your points. 
Maybe I should complain more at meetings. Aw, you're a lovely cat. Can I pet you? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Shoko is just out of frame vibrating, waiting for you to come join the stunt show. Can, can I ride your wagon around the farm doing sick jumps? Oh, sure. Shoko will fix it if you break it. <laughs> and that's what Cat would like to do the rest of the day. Perfect. Um, Slime, tell me about your level up. I don't think I will tell you. <laughs> what, what, what up the audience, though? It's nothing personal. I just simply don't want you to be prepared for any of my actions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Look, Mari's on some bullshit, and I think we should respect that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. I have an evil plan, and I don't want to reveal it. I have a speech ready, unlike some people. So, Who's some people? What's that? <laughs> I don't know. I just remember there was a point where I felt like I needed to hear an evil speech, and there just wasn't one. So... <laughs> This is a joke. This is not real criticism. I'm sorry. <laughs> How does Slime's level up look? You don't have to tell me your plans. It looks good. It looks good. <laughs> and, and it might be missing some places because I didn't ask anyone for help. It's fine. I can, I can, I can help you with your secrets. Yeah, thank you. Laura knows about yeah. my secrets. I'll help you with these secrets. My, my level up is hot. You wouldn't know her. She goes to school in Canada. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's a model for Nokia. My level up works at Nintendo. I was gonna shit. I was gonna say <laughs> your level up does too. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I saw it. It was all fine. Uh, it's definitely real. I definitely saw. I definitely saw it for real. Mari's gonna bust out uh, power word kill in the final episode, and Austin's gonna be like, "Wait, no!" And she's just gonna be like, "You, you can't stop me. You're not my dad." It's too late. You two, it's too late. You can't stop me. I'll send it to Skitch. How about that? If you want to keep the spells and stuff secret, that's that's fine. I, if you're a storyteller, you're entitled to your your designs. No, I just don't trust you. That hurts. <laughs> It does, doesn't it? Doesn't it hurt? <laughs> I did. No, last time you were like, I thought of a way around this. No, not this time. Okay. You won't know. Well, Slime, tell me about how you uh, f adopt your final body for the season because you did ask for that. Yes, because my son won't respect me. Uh, I will use the only body I know canonically from our own adventures that is bigger, both... Uh, size-wise and thematically, which is those giant snow snakes that I forgot the name of. Yeah, the Remorays. Uh, the Remorays. Let's hope yeah. you don't have to go into any small buildings for the remainder of the season if you want the like the 30-footer. No, I can just like stick my head in or something. I don't know. But I'm going, I'm getting that, uh, the one that we slid through its head. Uh -huh. I'm going to get that one. I mean, I love that. Uh, as we already foreshadowed very subtly, uh, you want to take that trip with Anne, the Baku? Anne and I, me with my head that's been blown off. So I just have a blob on top of my um, head instead with like eyeballs floating around. We're walking up right to where, you know, that's the Ramaray was. And Anne is with me saying what? Say, Toots, uh, you sure you want to be alone with me? Who you you took my 
power of taste away and like I have every reason to want you dead and you know revenge and stuff I thought you would want to suck up to me considering I'm the mother of your romantic interest but it seems like you want to fuck that up already <laughs> oh my god damn you drive a hard bargain uh that does make a lot of sense second of all I thought you would give up the pejorative words towards women what do you want to be called dame <laughs> Dame is slightly better. Maybe you should reflect on how you would like to be referred to and then apply that to others. I'm scared to look too deeply into myself right now. It's a very fragile state. It (laughs) it can all come crumbling down if I look too deep. Walking on eggshells, one might say. (laughs) Well, if you're too emotionally volatile, then no, you can't be with my daughter. Now tell me the secrets of dreams. (laughs) I feel like you really just segued from one to the other. You don't have any like leverage over me to tell you the secrets of dreams. If you're just, I didn't think I needed to have leverage over asking someone who's trying to date my daughter. Well, if you already forbid, I mean, dating is a strong word. We went ice skating once. I don't know if that's official. I haven't checked Grundle, which has she updated her status? <laughs> uh, why would she update her status if you haven't done any follow up attention afterwards? Well, that's what I'm saying. I haven't checked the Grundle. Anyway, why, why don't, can you roll persuasion, please? Or intimidation. No, <laughs> intimidation. You're terrifying. <laughs> but I don't have very good intimidation. <laughs> Mari, can you roll intimidation on me? You have great intimidation. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I have negative one intimidation. Uh, that, that, does not, that does not seem to be true based on how Austin responds <laughs> to your interactions. That's lost. Cat's last status on Gurndal is a, a, a horny pun about Dune. <laughs> love those How worms. do we... Uh... <laughs> 16, so you're scared. With the minus one, you still got 16. That's perfect. Uh, I do want to clarify, Mari, you personally have a plus five intimidation to me, and you can roll that with advantage against Austin Yorsky, the human being. Uh, with a six, <laughs> with a 16, Anne goes, all right, all right. These bra, I mean, ladies with their wiles and so forth. What do you want to know about dreams? I once tried to what one would call inception my son, but it didn't work, probably because I felt guilty about it. However, when I was inceptioning another person who I genuinely kind of didn't really like, it was successful. Right before they died, they showed genuine emotional tenderness to somebody I wanted them to do so. So what is the effectiveness on brainwashing in dreams? Oh, that's heavy. I mean, you can use dreams to affect people over a long period of time. It's not something you can just do once. It's like you got to keep sending the message and torment them and, you know, kind of sleep deprive them. There's this... uh, popular culture character uh freddy cougar you might be aware Mm -hmm. and it takes like a while to like get in there and really uh you know i don't know if you're trying to do a a horror slasher thing or if it's like a self-confidence believe believe in your heart dreams thing you are saying that i need to have multiple dreams and torture them over a series of days and weeks what if i only had the opportunity and time limit of one dream I, I'm guessing the question here is like, can I, instead of doing the oven at 100 degrees for five minutes, can I do it for two minutes at 500 degrees? 5,000 degrees. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 
I think, yeah, Anne will say, uh, no, nah, I don't think that'll work, toots. Uh, you know, when I tried to eat everybody in the village, if it had been that simple, I would have got y'all at once. You know, one fell swoop. Mm. It's you got to build it. You got to the terror has to seep into the meat, and then you got to you know shake their faith and cut them off from their support network. It's a whole process. It, it's it's that ah. it's that converting of like college it's collagen collagen to gelatin sort of business. You can't do it quick. You got to go slow and slow. It's a it's a, it's a Terror brazing is a very fine art. So you have to break their mind over a period of time so that they no longer trust their own intuition? Yeah, basically. Wow, this is really dark. Oh, dark. Speaking of, yeah, the dreaming dark. That's like what's happening. Like if if dreams could just do instantly, we'd all be dead. Like you'd be dead right now. The whole point is that it's like a slow creeping thing. I'll take this into consideration. Thank you, Anne. And, Anne, what are your exact intentions with my daughter? You've had time to think about it. Uh-huh. I mean, she's soft and I want to touch her. Is that, is that, <laughs> I just, let's just be honest. I'm just putting it out there. Huge W for cat right now. A lady soft. One, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. her being soft is true. Le- g- girls, Lady Soft is a very relatable feeling. <laughs> Huge of truth. Uh, is, that, is that tweet? It's like world uh, cold and hard, titty soft and warm. <laughs> I love these conversations. <laughs> And says that mildly inappropriate thing uh, as you reach the Remoray's corpse. I don't know if you want to uh, continue this as you're slurping into the the like decapitated body of a thirty foot long ice centipede with fire spines. But uh, stay here, and and watch my glory. <laughs> can you see? I am becoming. Can you see? <laughs> watch. <laughs> <laughs> Which would I watch what I am become? Oh God! Yeah, and then literally the scene from Red Dragon yeah. somehow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and is glued to a chair. To a chair. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. To a tree. <laughs> and we did just discuss uh, touching a large cat. Which right before that scene, they go to the zoo yeah. and they manhandle a sleeping True. tiger. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now watch my glory, and I just. Ooze out into the open hole from the well huge the, from when we went through its head, Relatable. and and the body starts twitching and convulsing and just like really just very upsetting and huge and mm-hmm. scared, but they can't leave because they're glued to a tree. <laughs> Don't ask questions. Uh huh. It's a downtime. You t- can just cast web. I'm not keeping track. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My tail's whipping around, and finally I get like really um able to like move my legs and stuff and i want you to imagine the sexiness of jafar from aladdin when he became snake (laughs) (laughs) and that's how i'm moving we're all just admitting that jafar was a hot snake okay cool i like how you're saying we are admitting because you were also i thought we i thought it was a secret he's he's terrible he's the worst (laughs) I felt a little something. Okay. Yeah. All right. The same sensual movement is specifically Jafar's snake form in Aladdin. Right under Cat's update on Grendel, where you make a joke about the big worms in Dune. Slime updates about the big snake in Aladdin. The, the specific state. The specific status is Cat posted thinking about that shy Halisi. Carry on. 
<laughs> I just had a DMT thought, and I need to share it because it's here, and I need to get it out. Um, spell slots in downtime episodes do not count in the same way that calories on Christmas Day don't count. <laughs> we all just sort of have agreed to not let them count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what am I, Johnny? <laughs> oh no! Oh no, Sophie! Oh, no. What is this video? This is cursed. Go this back is, to the shy Halusi. I'm going into the Remorace. Oh my god, I've seen one of those when I was in Puerto Rico building houses as like an 11 year old or whatever and um, they were huge and it was like behind me and I was washing dishes down this random path and I had to jump over and it stung my ankle because it could jump that high and mm. I've never been the same. Dang. I, 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 I have something else to share just briefly. It's related to Freddy Cougar. It's uh, the, the action figure for Freddy Cougar, also known as Nightmare Fetty. Just have to put oh that out there. Fetty? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fetty? Why is it Fetty? It's bootleg. Don't worry about it. He's a fed. <laughs> The really scary thing is he's a fucking fed. <laughs> oh no, the feds are in my dreams. <laughs> if Elon Musk gets his way. Um. Slime encircles the tree that Anne is glued to and asks, are you in awe of my size? <laughs> Jesus I'm, ex- I'm extremely intimidated. Your, your massive girth, your turgidity, it's out of control. Do you think my son will respect me now? <laughs> he has to. Oh my god. <laughs> I have a, a very important question. Is your head still split open from the sled or did you glue it back together or separate option? Is it a kind of uh d- It's webbed inside. It's like slime web. Mm. Okay, I was th- like you know the uh the way that mind f- the mind flayers are in stranger things. I was thinking like your whole head opens up like a mouth. You know what? That's better. My whole head opens like a mouth. Uh, I was thinking it's like one of those chocolate fountains, but it's just like slime constantly pouring mm-hmm. from the top of the opening to the bottom. <gasps> so. <laughs> oh my god! That one, all of them at the same time. Think of it. You pick. Well, you, ha- <laughs> you have you have spines all down your back that Remoraids use to generate heat. You could use those to squirt slime, definitely. Oh yeah. my god! Yes. <laughs> You're Vince McMahon me McMahon meme me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the notion of like, listen, if I whip myself out in front of my son, do you think he'll be impressed? I'm like, I okay. hate that. It's very no, bad. Not to say whip myself out. Okay. Um, it is interesting though because you don't have like thirty feet of biomass, so I imagine you're spread pretty thin through like the nervous system of this body, which is interesting. all right. Don't 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 try and like give me a negative anything. All right, just let me be in the giant snake. <laughs> So my son will respect Ma- me. Mari, Mari, roll intimidation on Austin so that yeah. he stops trying to give you negatives. <laughs> you gotta, gotta roll with advantage. It's plus five with advantage here. You gotta do that. I'm, I'm submitting this episode to the Reddit RPG horror stories, and they're gonna roast you. No, they're, they're gonna not. They're gonna be Austin. on my side. <laughs> Look, you get Austin, they will roast you because you gave a player the power to roll intimidation on you. That's on you. <laughs> they're gonna be like, wow, I wish I had a like a person to yell they're just gonna be jealous that they have someone yelling at you because they're weird <laughs> oh no yeah that's the opposite of my thing um can we go back down the mountain yeah I let uh Ann go but I don't give him a ride because I have to go over to my house and grab some body parts before I head on over to mold okay I like the idea that yeah Ann's like alright time to go oh you're leaving me <laughs> okay well goodbye um, can I date your daughter I'm just gonna take that as yeah, you. I have your blessing it's cool <laughs> 
sort of. And I just keep going. Uh huh. This was a power move on purpose. Uh, as you approach the uh, the village again, you're reaching, you know, the 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 border, I guess. I just need to grab something from the graveyard real quick. Just imagine that back on track. That I mean, that's fine. I just wanted to say, uh, Hale intercepts you and says, "Slow down there, cowpoke. I need to talk to you real quick." Hello, am I huge? Do you see how big I am? You are one enormous varmint. I can. Uh, let me tell you, I have seen some enormous varmints in my day. I'm so surprised you recognized me. Is it the giant split head that made you think, wow, this is slime? Uh, it's the, the the spines on your back squirting the yellow slime. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, so I realize now that you're very large and that this, my original plan of approaching you and demanding my items back, not feeling as good now as a plan as it was when I... I was envisioning it. What items do you want back? Ah, uh, the the Metatron fan. It's a the angel feather fan. The fan that you stole from the people of my wife. No, I did. I traded for it. Why do you want the fan back? It's m- mine. Does private property not mean anything anymore? It doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> 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 Based primitive <laughs> slime. <laughs> um, slime yeah, is I, mushroom mojack after all. So wait, yeah. is slime a kinder? Is that what's happening now? Okay, that, that I sense. get that reference. That's a uh, dragon lance. I don't. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, I was gonna have Hale try to, uh, you know, take your spellcasting focus back. But if you just say no, I'm not sure that there's really anything he would do. Didn't I make a fox come out of like not possess you anymore or something? Yeah, that's that was your job. You're you were on the moist watch. You don't pay police. What has happened? This is like the third time. I thought time. we weren't the police. I thought we were a community watch. Yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying. Nobody keeps trying to shake me down from getting my items back. And now you're doing it. Nobody's doing what? Oh. Th- Nobody got me my chainsaw back from the flumps and then tried to get me to to pay him. And that's not how it works. Get me my items because it's your job. So you want your fan back? Yes, please. Do you realize the entire reason we had a huge problem is because you're collecting things in a weird way? Mm, I mean, now that you mention it, yeah, I do realize that it's also extremely not my problem. It definitely is your problem. Goodbye. All right, you just said to Pete past Hale. This has been confiscated by the police legally. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, you still have the, the the Metatron fan in your gullet somewhere. It can cast Dispel Magic, and it is your spellcasting focus. We have one more level up. It's Philippa. Oh, my God. You know <laughs> oh what happened? Oh, my God. <laughs> she is eating... <laughs> They're eating her, and then they're going to eat me. Um, oh, my God. How did we have not referenced that of all seasons? Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, this oh, is gosh. the one to do it, right? Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, shit. It's gobbling backwards. Shit. Oh, right. Anyways. <laughs> uh, on level 11, Philippa has some really interesting um, uh, developments in that uh, nothing changes. Yeah. <laughs> So your cantrips get stronger, your health goes up. That's that's it. The generic stuff. All the little numbers go up. 
Line go up. You had to have one to contrast you taking a bard level, which is honestly such a swerve. <laughs> so yeah, that's fair. That's completely fair. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Line go up. That's it. That's it for Philippa. Um, but I think emotionally, that's almost appropriate because she just kind of uh, voted herself out of office, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. She just, like, uh, talked the town through voting that there isn't governors and that there is self-ruling direct democracy. And um, she's a bit curious about what she's going to do now. And you disbanded the Moist Watch, was which was kind of the fucking premise of the season. Kind of a, big, <laughs> a big thing you did. Welcome to my world, Yoski. My world. <laughs> well, I think it might be Mari's world, but you're, you can wrestle for that crown if you That's want. That's true. That's true. Um... Yeah, I think that, so in, in that quandary, um, Philippa f- wants to go to see Marina. All right, yeah. I think uh, Marina's on the roof of her home, which is the you know, top of a spaceship. She's vibing up on the the top of this uh, sleek craft. I think you, you as you approach, you hear another voice. There are two people, and they're talking. Okay. Um I wrote a, I rolled a 17 on stealth, and I would like to fly up very softly and gently uh, behind them. <laughs> yeah, you also have the, the you still have the cloak of elven kind, right? You have your sick oh, yeah. cloak that makes your stealth like really baller. I mean, you got a 17, so it works. But uh, as a reminder, you do have that. Um, so you yeah, worth remembering. You fly up to the top of the craft, and you see there are uh, two people talking. Actually, they're like laying down, like looking at the sky. And there's a bunch of different baggies up here, which seem to have different. Uh, drugs in them and it's uh <laughs> it's marina and it's venta and they're laying there and marina's saying all right now we're gonna try this one let me know if you feel any kind of pre-nut situation and then we'll move on <laughs> to these <laughs> that's adorable <laughs> hey are we taking pills to see which ones make us nut <laughs> you know it <laughs> <laughs> Discord does not allow Venta to nut. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Marina says, oh, I really think it's going to be the MDMA, but you never know with the different physiologies. One time I saw, oh my, it's a person turned invisible on it. Never give MDMA to gnomes. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> um. Oh, I am I interrupting? I wanted to come by and hang. Uh, I could, if you, if it would make everyone more comfortable, I would be happy to join in on the nut sesh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, join our nut sesh. <laughs> uh, I do like how you approach it. You're like, oh, if it make you more comfortable, I can take some drugs. <laughs> if, it, if it would help Sometimes you. Sometimes it bums people out to have a sober friend when you're partying. Look, you don't. You don't want to feel judged by the person that's like, what the fuck are you all doing? This is this is Philippa's anthropological approach. Is that if they are doing some kind of drug in in some kind of like. Uh, with some kind of plan or ritual or ceremony to it, her her rule is always to see if it would be uh, better socially to just mm-hmm. also get high. Yeah, <laughs> Marina says, "Oh, we're not doing the ritual yet. That's ayahuasca. That's we got to wait for a bit for that one." <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, 
Venta, you are going to have so many realizations. You will probably think you have solved everything, and you <laughs> you won't have. Um, <laughs> Damn, it, had, it do be like that though. It do be like that. <laughs> um, and Philip, <laughs> yeah, Philip is. Uh, hey, Marina, are are you in um a, a place where you can have a a conversation? Perhaps heavy, but probably not too heavy. Oh yeah. Uh <coughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh to remind the audience, I think it's been a while since we mentioned the denizens, which are a unique species to our universe. Uh she has four arms. She's uh scaled from the neck down like a reptile and she has huge piercing red cat eyes. Uh and she's <laughs> She's just blazed here. Uh, she's feeling good. I think the last time you saw her, she was really upset about the murders. But right now, she is uh, she's vibing considerably. <laughs> um. Well, I'm just trying to figure out what uh, what the plan of action is going to be for the village. I know that's not technically my my place now. I suppose I don't know. I would like to propose a plan for everyone to vote on and um i thought that i could chat to you all right now if if no one's governor but you're still coming up with plans for everyone to vote on it feels like you're still kind of in charge well oh oh yeah oh Ah, uh, what? Well, I so I well, you know, Shoko or whoever could also come up with a plan, and if everybody liked that plan better, they would vote for that, and that would be fine. That would be completely fine by me if they didn't like my plan. It just it's so far in the distance, you just hear. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes! Everyone, everyone, houses must have accessible ramps for me to do fucking sweet, sick tricks off of over their oh houses. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, oh, it's just rails for grinding on every public building. Shoko's plan to deal with the dreaming duck is that she should get to do a trick which never touches the ground and goes on everyone's rooftops. <laughs> I would vote for it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me just... One second, I will... (laughs) (laughs) Fully, fully, fully. (laughs) Okay, I... Yeah, okay. So here's what I'm thinking about. Um, Do you know about phylacteries? Oh, uh, it's it's like the it's the designer pills. They're blue and they have the little. <laughs> no, no, no! It's it, it it the the thing that a lich goes into. Like we've been trying to figure out where Voya is, and we're pretty sure she's in this frost giant village. Oh yeah, you said that during the meeting. It's like uh the the uh, Kellogg Stone. Right. Yeah. Uh. Sure. Um. Well. We were up the mountain and we ran into a bunch of sheep and they said that Nobi, my son, uh, is the the bravest warrior uh, they ever met and he's amazing and so cool. And I, I, it was really nice to see that they all looked up to him. I think I'm getting off track and rambling. I didn't mean to... Wow, this is hitting me faster than expected. <laughs> I haven't stopped in a while. I'm okay. Listen, I think that maybe we could approach the 
sheepherd with the help of our sheep to lead them because I've been thinking that the stone, the Voya stone, is not going to be very accessible with all of those frost giants. But if there was a sheep uprising, maybe that could cause a distraction. What do you think? I keep referencing Pink Floyd's animals, but come on. That's the, <laughs> that's the plot of that album. Um, uh, I think a lot of sheep would die, yeah, if you attacked the village. Oh, I didn't think about that part. They seemed very enthusiastic about the idea of fighting back against their oppressors. I mean, that's admirable and all, but also don't we have like a non interference thing like I, f I feel like if we were involved with a sheep uprising the frost giants would kick our houses down the mountain well, but see this is what's what this is what could work about my plan is what i'm saying is that we wouldn't so maybe we would be interfering but um maybe they don't know that we are interfering and we are just instead um promoting rebel sentiments among the population who are already there yeah let's just arm a militant uh group and then when they win we'll arm another militant group to take uh -huh, them down uh-huh uh -huh. philip of my word this character keeps sneaking up on me and just we, what a, a person i've she been is. saying she's the most subtly drawn of the characters i've been playing and people mm -hmm. haven't been appreciating that <laughs> <laughs> We've installed a great new anti-communist leader in Afghanistan. He's called Nobi, and I'm sure he's going to do a great job. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, no, it's it's a it's great. It's much, uh, it's like actually literary as opposed to the boner jokes we're doing most of the time. <laughs> boner jokes are failed literature on my part. Now I'm just I can't do that. I can't commit to that joke. Anyways, um, Venta says, "I like it. I think the sheep should uprise." And shine. <laughs> Venta, you should try, uh, you should try this pipe. You might feel a it depends. It's, uh, I'm just guessing about your physiology here, but you might get a body high that feels a little like a nut. Uh-huh. Uh, Venta leans over, like cranes over with his long, <laughs> like, <laughs> avian neck and puts okay, his entire... Okay, and you, you just breathe in there. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say he puts his entire Velociraptor mouth around your hand, but then he went and did that. Um, I, I got it. <laughs> sorry, I'm having flashbacks the first time I tried to use a bong and I put the whole thing in my mouth. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was so young. Uh, wait, like a, I'm just now imagining what you just said. Uh-huh. Like if you were gonna fillet the glass too. Mm -hmm. Remember that guy Amazing. who put like the whole whisk in his mouth, and everyone was like, "That's very strange." That's what I'm imagining. Yeah, very <laughs> yeah. strange. Um, this is interesting because I mean, obviously, in the next episode, the start of the new arc is you going to the frost giant village. But leading a sheep uprising was not something I had you know thought about, which is great. Well, uh, is yeah, that well, that's Philippa's proposed plan that she wants to see if people are into and. She sees Nobi, her golden child, fave boy, uh, who can do no wrong, as the linchpin, the most important part in that plan. I am, I am not going to sandbag what seems like an interesting narrative choice. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs>
All right, sick. Uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah, Venta, Venta seconds your sheep uprising idea, and I think uh, Marina rolls over and shows that she's been laying on uh, like a wool what's the word I'm looking for? Like a blanket, you know, like a throw blanket, like a picnic. And she Mm -hmm. says, Oh, slime brought me this. It said I needed to uh, clean it and get the lanolin out and make a little thing. And she hands you your third dose of, uh, uh, flammable flammables. We have two alcohol and a lanolin. Um, because after Mari yelled at me last week, I decided <laughs> it totally counts uh, as a Aww. flammable concoction. You have to treat it. It's Marina's the tailor can treat animal hide. It's all good. Please stop sending threatening letters to my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I will decrease them. <laughs> I'll take oh. it. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you, Marina. That that's great. I I'm glad you both like my plan. I, I hope that it goes well. Uh, I think that Nobi could potentially... I think he's very combat-minded and has, like, the mind of a warrior, and I don't really necessarily have that. I'm much more about interpersonal skills as, uh, and, and the social, not the the warfare. He has such a mind for it. Do, do you mind if I say I... I'm really sorry that I created the impression in the village that you have um, xenophobic attitudes, Marina. I was going to spend more time with Shoko, uh, but she uh, quote-unquote accidentally stabbed me. So I think we're going to reschedule. (laughs) Oh, that's not good. Maybe... Maybe... Maybe you can show support for one of Shoko's plans at a vote, and ev- <laughs> as long as it doesn't pass, you know, then she will see that you are on her side. Uh-huh. I just this. recently had been reflecting about how people see me, and the impression that I have uh, bad attitudes, uh, how... I would hate to be disconnected from the village because people think that I cannot learn and change. I'm pretty sure nobody thinks you can't change. Everyone says, isn't she the girl who used to put the rats into the gears? And now they'll say, isn't that the girl who was governor? That's a change. They still say about the rats in the gears, though. I literally forgot I was going to have the first thing Voya said after turning into a lich be, hey, aren't you the girl who puts rats in the gear? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, um, I blew it. That would have been so funny. <laughs> but I appreciate you saying that, and I would like to hang out more. Um, may, maybe not with Venta around, if you would, you would like sometimes. Uh-huh. But, but right now, I... you. Do you want to smoke more of this pipe and send pictures of cock and balls through my documents essentials to the Goodfellows <laughs> University? They get really mad and they send back all of these documents saying, stop, this is not academia. And they can't do anything because the documents keep just keep coming. <laughs> I think that is academia in a certain sense. You can make it academia. <laughs> Anything can be academia if you fight hard enough. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think uh, in the background, Venta goes, 
Woo, what's this drug? It's great. And you just see uh, he's just holding a brownie in his, <laughs> in his feet. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yummy foot brownie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I assume it's a special brownie, but I think he just thinks that the taste of it is drugs. Aww. <laughs> <sighs> uh, should I roll to see if Venta feels something like nutting? Yes, please. Yes, please. Now, what's the DC no, no, no. for okay. nutting? I feel like it's pretty high. I'm going to say 15. You've established it's pretty high, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, look, if we were doing a D, D100, I'd say 69. Well, then we're doing that, obviously. <laughs> Come on, roll 69 to not. 25. Aww. No. There's no, you don't get advantage to not for being on drugs. No, Here, there's let still me, time. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me roll a, a benefit die to go. That's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's don't a, think you can make 25 to 69 with a benefit die, but... <laughs> well, no, maybe with a D200, you know, there you go. Just add 72 to it. No problem. <laughs> There's still like five episodes left of the season. I'm not giving up on Venta. Uh, there, <laughs> what I also like is the idea that uh, Marina is going to support Shoko's initiatives in the future because I definitely think the last episode of the season is going to be Shoko introducing Order 66 and then we just cut the credits. <laughs> so next morning, you've, you've rested up enough from your long journey up the mountain. Uh, to trek to the frost giant village, you kind of pull on your gear. Uh, Philippa is explaining the uh, the sheep uprising plan to everyone, and you're kind of making your way across town. Uh, when you come across Mold lying in the town square, uh, does anybody want to interact with Mold? Uh, just, I guess, peek behind the curtain for the audience when I asked people what they wanted their downtime scenes to be. Uh, everyone just immediately said mold, and so I said mm. we'll, we'll do a group scene at the end <laughs> rather than tell. Well, it. fuck me! I want to have some quality time with my own son. You can, and you should. Uh, <laughs> I, I I will say that uh, Aze would have. I'm trying to think. He would have a card for mold, a tarot card made for mold, as well as everyone else. You know who's at, who's at the location, and he's you know handing them out accordingly. But he doesn't have anything to say to Mold to start off. Uh, so, oh, interesting. What what sign do you think Mold is? I don't think we ever talked about this. That's a good question. Let me double check my notes on that. Wouldn't it be the same <laughs> as slime? Possibly. Uh, I'm just double checking my. Uh, maybe, my... maybe maybe not. They're they're different. No, they're people. different. It's po- It's possible. I... That's like saying America is the same as England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a perfect one-to-one corollary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <You> know, <laughs> uh, I would say you know. For, for I will like m- for some reason I'm going for something that's quite um, opposed. I'm thinking, and and we could object to this. Um, the exchange for mold, wing and scales, which it just has no overlap with the ancestor, which is hand and tree. Yeah, I think that's interesting. It's it's definitely more interesting than oh, they're basically the same person. Is that they're completely different, and also mold's whole thing is trying to make uh you know love transactional. Mm-hmm. So the exchange makes sense. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of guys on TikTok, and it seems like love is transactional. <laughs> Hello, Malt. Hello. Is it time to vet me? I should be done by now, right? You have performed actions that weigh negatively on your vetting. 
Who hasn't among us? Ah, <laughs> uh, mother, I have not. You did eat those people over and over again, remember? Have you ate them a lot? Have you attacked everybody? Um. Has mm, Basil attacked everybody? Well, Basil's just been born. That's not fair. And also, when you first came to town, you did attack everybody, remember? And then you ripped my boob off. And now we have Mold. I think Mold does say, statistically, Slime has attacked more people than any of us. Yes. Just over the long centuries. And also, remember when you first came to town, you kept trying to eat me, and I and I was patient. And you kept eating me, and you kept eating me, and then you ate me some more, and then finally you felt a little bit more comfortable. I just think that the vetting needs to take into consideration. Uh... That mold, it looks like if you are vetted, then you might uh, have another outburst and attack more people like you did the other day. But. It's certainly possible. Well, that that's why I w- would like to get to the bottom of why you attacked everybody. Wait, hold on. I need to establish dominance. Mold? Do you see how big I am? Yeah. Is it, has anybody caught? Everyone just completely just straight faced accepted that you're a Remoraze. Nobody like batted an eye at it, right? How many bodies has she had this season? Like, I, yeah, of course. She's so many things. Mold, do you see that I am physically bigger than you? Uh, roll intimidation. Let's see if Mold appreciates this. I can't believe I got into a giant snake body and it just nothing for my son. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mold says... That is an impressive body, but your biomass inside is less than impressive. All right. If you're not a good boy, you're not going to get this dog. Excuse me? Yeah, there's a dog. But you know what? If you're going to act like that, there's not going to be a dog. Mother, (laughs) what dog are you talking about? Don't worry about it. There's going to be a dog. Uh, Why does he get a dog and I don't get a dog? (laughs) I haven't attacked anyone recently. Because he's your child. He's your child, too. No, mother. Wait. No. Mm. Uh, Typical grandmother (laughs) shit trying to upstage the the mom by getting a dog for the grandkid. He's your kid, too? You got to do this. Mother. Where is the dog? I have to throw it up first, but I'm not going to throw it up unless... Unless Mold agrees to be a good boy. <laughs> oh my god. Mold, why did you attack everyone? Is it because you couldn't nut? I just saw the same painting as everyone else and I didn't feel anything, but it's not fairly physical. I just, I don't have what all of you have, and it makes me angry. Genitals? <laughs> we can go get you some. I can have as many genitals as I want. That's not a problem. Oh. It's it's the feeling behind the genitals. <laughs> Mold, I I noticed that although you want to be part of the community, nothing from you has appeared on the egregore. Oh, that's so sick. I was literally going to say, as you walk out of town, has the egregore changed? But yeah, we can all turn and look at it. Mold is definitely not represented. Has Cat or Nobi appeared? 
I think that Cat has Kat, something from Cat has definitely appeared on the Agrigon now that she is making long term plans to uh, occupy like not just a place in the village but a role in it. Oh hell yeah, Basil! The wine, the wine didn't know player helped. Oh crit twenty two! You gotta tell me now. <laughs> this is amazing because we're in the middle of this like oh Cat has friendships <laughs> and like suck it Austin I crit eat my entire butt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will tell you everything in just a moment. I want to confirm, uh, Nobi, nothing on the Egregore, right? I would expect Nobi's not represented on the Egregore, yeah. All right, what about Basil? I don't think Basil is represented on there yet. I think Basil doesn't really know their position within this town and even what the, what this, what the town's position to fit into is, so. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I will answer with a crit. Uh, that th- Wait, I have to explain it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, ro- I like coil mold up in my snake body, much like in Aladdin, and I tickle him with my thousands of feet Aww. to see what happens. That's really cute. And he doesn't laugh and it makes me sad. Oh. <laughs> Just completely stone-faced getting tickled by a, a hundred little legs. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you can tell. I, maybe it's even a chemical thing if you're making physical contact with mold. Um, here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with mold. There's no magical affliction. It's not about, like, whether or not he can nut. <laughs> like, that. those are, like, uh, you know, problems with, like, there's a button you can push or a switch you can pull to just, like, turn on and off, like, him being socially, uh, you know, inconvenient for the people around him it's it's just like jealousy and anger that he just feels not included um it's pretty all right this will be solved by the dog i mean the dog won't solve it instantly but it is i mean obviously dogs are great and make you feel good so it couldn't hurt um do do you want to talk more about this dog yes so i went to the graveyard and got some parts (laughs) and a few little parts from Sun, Moon, Stars, and from The Abomination, and from Squel- Squelcher. Just a little bit of like, you know, uh-huh. just uh, show we care. Cat, if you would like to put your hair into the dog, we can, because Mold is your kid, and we're all in this together, right? Yes. Okay. okay. It doesn't have to be from your main. We know we you love that a lot. Okay. Um. But mold. I actually have this uh, loose tooth that I kept. Oh, that's that's perfect. <laughs> Spit it, it in my mouth. It seemed like something that you uh, would do, mother. Keep all of your teeth. Yes, so <laughs> that's so I smart. Have six of them. That's amazing. Spit them in my mouth. Okay. Blech. Blech. <laughs> Spit them in my mouth. <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> the foley on this episode is incredible. <laughs> So I'm about to use the spell Find Familiar, in case everyone's wondering. I am wondering. Yeah, you gain the service of a familiar, a spirit that takes an animal form of your choice, and I'm changing it just a little bit. It can be like anything. I'm choosing a dog because I feel like that's Mm -hmm. solid. Yeah. Your familiar acts independently of you, but it always obeys your commands. In combat, blah, blah, blah. That's not important. (laughs) <laughs> um, when the familiar hits drop drops to zero points, it disappears, leaving no physical form. It reappears after you cast the spell again. So, 
you know, there's going to be consequences if Mo kills this dog, but, uh-huh. you know, don't worry. <laughs> I mean, it, that that is like the secret uh, speed run Austin strat is you. I can't hurt a dog, so there's nothing I can do. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, can, you can just go to the store and buy eight dogs and strap them to yourself as armor and I can't ever attack you. <laughs> if I go far away from this, the way this is written makes it seem like it's fine. I just can't be in control of the dog, which is fine. But when I'm in 100 feet, I can communicate it with it telepathically. So I can be like, hey, dog, you know, is mold being good? That kind of thing. <laughs> uh-huh, I can do that with dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> During this time, you're deaf and blind with regard to your own senses, blah, blah, blah. Um, you can't have more than one familiar at a time. So what I did is I got a bunch of body parts and such from, you know, the family to create and then some extra ones because you can't make a whole dog um and um i'm going to make this but only if mold agrees that he's going to calm down and be more aware of his emotions can i add on more provisos because of like cat announced the vetting as a thing so could i like yeah say um mold um i have been thinking about the vetting and I think that provisionally you could be vetted if you agree not to ever force anyone to do things without their consent and that violence is not the solution to any problem within the community and that if you break those rules you will be no longer vetted. This is brilliant. I, I'm glad you hid a find familiar from me, Mari, because I loved the surprise of that. It was a very clever spell usage. Uh, advantage. Yes, that's all I hid and nothing else. <laughs> that's definitely the only secret. <laughs> Jesus. Uh-oh. <laughs> How are all your rolls about mold so bad? I know. It's like I'm trying so hard to be a good mom. <laughs> This is incredible because without advantage, it would have been six and eight, which is an abject failure. And Mold is like, oh, no, I am the final boss. But with advantage because of the dog, it's a 22 and eight, which is better. Half of you succeeded. So uh, what what is like Slime makes this plaintive plea. You know, you really get in there. You're, you're trying to make everything better. And it's like Mold isn't quite convinced. And then Cat, you step up and you, you get in these the vetting provisos. And I, what I will say is because there was two catastrophic roles p- previous in the season, you haven't just flipped the g- the evil switch to good, like the, the Simpsons joke. <laughs> this thing was set to evil. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I Mold does want uh, unconditional affection and a familiar, a, a dog, <laughs> even if a zombie dog, uh, it is like genuinely what he wants and he'll accept this. And ooh, I know exactly what happens. Is he sits up and he's uh, the snow all falls off him because he's been laying in the middle of the the, the town, um, and also all around you like uh, it it starts snowing not hard but it's it's like snowing steadily in the early morning light, and Mold says, "I would like a dog, that would bring me an enormous amount of joy," and then you see uh, 
the slime on the skeleton kind of rumble and stretch and like tremors all through him and a big chunk of mold like pulls off and like squ- like squishes out of him you know the way you extrude often you you know you vomit yourself out uh, but basically a big chunk of mold rebels and uh plops off of the the skeleton of the frost giant um huh. and kind of with with William's skull still inside i think ah and so you see that there's this William skull blue slime mold that uh, kind of crawls off the body and onto uh, Blue Dolph the reindeer, yes. the giant reindeer we uh, established that's covered in the blue mold. Um, and it kind of like adheres to the reindeer. And mold says, there was not a clear consensus whether or not to accept the no violence proviso. So we have compromised. And mold reaches out for the dog. As uh, William Skull, who is now a separate character, because that's how slime works, uh, and and the reindeer trot off into the forest. All right. If you killed this dog, that means it can't love you anymore. So if you kill it, it can't. It just can't do it. And remember, if you assimilate this dog, it can't love you anymore. It can only love you if it's separate from you. Okay. If the dog dies, I will have nothing left to live for, and I will kill all of you. <laughs> okay, well, I can resummon the dog. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> In that case, I will not kill all of you. I will simply wait for you to resummon the dog. Now, I'm going to be able to like psychically communicate with the dog, just letting you know it's like a baby monitor, but it's a zombie dog, okay? What a cool, normal world these characters live in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, fuck. the the dog falls out of my giant snowworm mouth, and it's a little. <sighs> it's like it's got floppy ears. It's kind of the shape of a beagle puppy, but like it's got cat's teeth as like a mohawk. And <laughs> I thought the teeth would be for teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's not big enough yet. When it gets bigger, it'll migrate back into its mouth. <laughs> I love Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> its nails are Sun Moon Stars' nails. And <laughs> and um the abomination gave some of its dendrils, so it, like its hair is kind of like shiny. It's not enough, but it's there. It's like a shiny, translucent rainbowy, and then its body parts are just like a hand is one of its paws, and then I found an actual paw, so I use that. You know, just mix and match. But the overall shape is a beagle puppy. Hello, uh, puppy. Uh, what is your name? Um, I just don't want to have another character voice and another <laughs> name. Aren't you so tired of keeping all these invisible people track of? Aust- anyway. Austin, you told us that we're only going to be a very limited number of people this season and we have to prove you wrong. <laughs> have another character with a name and a voice. Just do cute little baby voice. It's a puppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh no! My name is Judas. <laughs> Judas. Uh-huh. <laughs> Judas. Nice to meet Yo. you, Judas. I gotta lick my butt now. <laughs> Mold, are you gonna take care of this puppy? That is all I'm going to do from now on. Cancel all my plans. I'm clearing my schedule. <laughs> Great. Do you know how to take care of a puppy? 
Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you give it food and take it for walks and when it poops somewhere you have to pick it up and put it in the garbage. Not the dog, the poop. <laughs> <laughs> don't put the dog in the garbage we don't have public waste bins in Grendel so Mole it's okay if you just leave the poop outside Hale's house no <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck and it's okay if you want to leave the poop outside Hale's house alright I don't know how to end this episode. I felt like at some point, uh, Filippo was going to be like, all right, let's start a sheep rebellion. But there's not like a clean segue into like all this zombie, like zombie oh. Snoopy talk. I mean, maybe in the background, Philippa is like talking to Nobi. Oh, yeah. Nobi didn't chime in at all during this. No, no, I, Pitching the plan to him. Yeah, I guess uh, you're going to be more in control of Nobi. I guess my final uh, thing here is be Nobi saying, oh, I can still control the good neighbors, right? And Mold is like, yeah, sure, I don't care. <laughs> Here, I'll give you a, I'll give you a like a control node protest, like you know, picks off a single slime cell and gives it to Nobi, and is like, this one will allow you to control the good neighbors. Ha- have a blast. Don't interrupt me. I'm busy. And he p- picks up the dog. <laughs> Come on, Judas. We need to go walkies. <laughs> and just giant frost, giant skeleton. Just leaps and bounds across the village. Happy Holding the dog. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I thought that dog was rude. Uh, telling me its name and not asking my name. That's bad etiquette. Well, they were just born, so maybe we can teach them. Uh, maybe. How is that a motif? Basil? What the? Anyway. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Um. Hey, Nobi, speaking of the good neighbors, um, it might actually, they might actually come in handy in this plan I have. Um, has it been approved by the village? Are we just saying that that's happened? Yeah. Over, over Shoko's GTA plan. <laughs> oh my God. Shoko's GTA plan got two votes, just Shoko and Marina. Grand Theft Auto has not been approved, I see. <laughs> I can't believe I just tried to set up Nobi with like a mechanical Praetorian guard and you're going to use it to win. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Nobi, uh, that might actually come in handy. The plan that has been approved by the village. Sorry, M- mommy has a green over. One second, I should have drank more water. <laughs> um, we need you to return to the flock, but not just to be one of the herd, but to be their leader, mm-hmm. their most noble warrior. Mm-hmm. Can you do that? was born to lead! of red tied round their throats to keep their little heads from falling in the snow and I turned round and there 